This November and December, it's Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz versus the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast in a competition to raise the most money for Give Kids the World Village, an 84-acre nonprofit storybook resort in Central Florida, where children with critical illnesses and their families are treated to week-long, cost-free vacations. Go to Dillo's Diz. Dot com right now. Click donate and help us all win. Now is the time. Forever? Old. Hashtag always MGM. Old, old, old. The secret staircase. We always do that. You are approaching the unloading area. Behold the majesty of the Sistine Seal. For the kids. A salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney World. What a cute ending. Aloha and welcome aboard. This is Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. She is Jen. Hello. And I am Frank, and we are here and have managed to pull ourselves away for a mere moments on the first day of the Disney Plus launch. It is Tuesday that we are recording. The Disney Plus is in full effect and working brilliantly for all of us. Well, is it working brilliantly for you? <laughs> I wish I could share those text messages from this morning. How do you, what do you, how do you do this? Old, 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 old. <laughs> now, I definitely thought that I was old this morning. Like, no one disputes this fact. Not knowing what everyone else's experience was in, you know, purchasing the subscription, whatever it, however you went about mm-hmm. getting your Disney Plus. Right. I have, I am an Apple user. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to say that out loud no, here. No. I have an Apple TV that uh, <laughs> is made from apples, I believe. That's how <laughs> old the model my Apple TV is, uh-huh. which I believe was a gift from uh, you and Mr. Snydillo back I, yeah. when you were teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And As you're coming off your seventh wedding anniversary, maybe it was like a uh, early apartment wedding. Probably not a wedding gift, but you know, one of those. That's probably right around that time. Yeah. So you know, and I'm a big wrestling fan. So hashtag everything is wrestling. Mm-hmm. Several months ago, I had to cancel my WWE subscription because it wasn't compatible with my Apple TV anymore. Right. Take that WWE. I hope you feel that in your pocket every day. You've lost yeah. my business for the last six months. They don't care because you're about to get a new Apple TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I wondered as I was struggling with getting Disney Plus this morning, whether I just, at one, I do have to get a new Apple TV. I think we're, we're heading that way. But I'm still now 12 hours, 13 hours later, uh, unable to get the AirPlay to connect to my TV. It's close. It's almost there. Mm-hmm. It wants to do it. The wheel is there, but I have yet to watch anything on my TV directly. Right. So you've just been watching everything from your phone. I've only I've only watched The Mandalorian. I watched I The Mandalorian this morning. Uh huh. And we'll get to that in a second. But obviously, your experience, because uh, both you and Mr. Snydillo are more technologically savvy. <laughs> Well, we and cut that, the cord. We, uh-huh. we cut the cord a while back. We, we've done that every once in a while. Usually I bring the cord back during Hallmark movie season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I may just, you know, subscribe to Sling for a month, pay 20 bucks, see, watch Hallmark, and then get rid of it. Oh, sorry, Sling. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have cut the cord. So we're used to the Apple TV and all that it does. We have, you know, Apple TV on the two TVs we have in the house and the kids, the kids don't know commercials unless they're ads. They don't know commercials. They know ads that are playing in between (laughs) and uh, they know how to maneuver through the menus. They know they can scroll until they find something they want to watch. They don't need to get the channel box and, you know, go two down and one over to get to 22 or anything. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and do you think uh, Papa Dillo still has a cable box? I did not see that when the basement got, uh, no, it has to be. 
Probably when uh, wherever Atari is. That's probably where the cable box is. That's true. Classic cable box. <laughs> the brown box. Yeah, maybe we'll put it. There should probably, because they are working on redecorating the basement now, mm-hmm. uh, we should work on maybe having a shelf or a cabinet or something with just the archived items, the Atari, mm-hmm. the cable box, yeah. you know, and a display case. You yeah. want to turn the basement into a museum? Yeah, he was like, I, don't, I was going to start hanging pictures, but I don't know where they go. I go, no, you hang all those same posters up. Most mm-hmm. of them are Disney. Some of them are Pam, Pan Am. You know, you hang them all. <laughs> <laughs> there's four, I, we talk about this on the podcast before, there's four pictures there's four portraits that are in our basement forever one each was a beetle yeah for 30 40 years we thought that those pictures would be worth kajillion dollars on ebay (laughs) someday and 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 it was discussed that mamadillo was going to throw them out and we were like what are you doing you have one of each of the beetles what it's a and she's like they're they're newspaper prints. They're the back. They're covers of the of the Daily News. And we were like, "What? That's what yeah." That was crazy. Are. I never knew that. But we have like we have some of those Main Street uh, tunnel posters. We have a couple of those. Yeah, some attraction ones. Probably the Great Movie Ride sign could be moved down there. I would think. We've gone off on a horrible tangent. Oh yeah, already talking you, about Disney Plus. Just decorating being HD. <gasps> Maybe we should have like an HGTV YouTube episode. <laughs> of putting up all those posters in the basement of That's Mama Papadillo's house. Hmm. Yeah. All right, coming <laughs> soon to youtube.com slash Diz. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. Oh, Disney right. Plus, tell me about your day on Disney Plus. <sighs> well, I think had I been sans any children, I would have gotten through a lot more. But <laughs> uh, the two-year-old was with me all day. The five-year-old was in school. So the day kicked off at 6.30 with Forky asks a question. Not even, I hadn't even told him that that show was going to exist on Disney Plus for a few weeks now. If he sees any kind of plus sign or dis, if he just hears about it, whatever, he'll go, oh, all the movies are going to be on there because I think that's the only thing I ever said. So he's just, oh, Disney Plus means movies. So he hadn't even known, was scrolling through, saw Forky and uh, went there right away. And then the two-year-old chose Float, the Pixar short, which I believe is new just for Disney+. Plus. Float was watched approximately 150 times in the house today. (laughs) (laughs) In reality, maybe a handful, enough where she knows the entire plot. I tried to get audio of her explaining the plot for this podcast. Of course, she did not... Uh, want to do that because she doesn't she knows she knows she knows she uh, she knows everything um so in between all of that i was trying to scroll through uh mr snydillo had scrolled through a little bit as well he is very excited for the world according to jeff goldblum Mm, okay uh he has added that uh the mandalorian we neither of us have watched yet lady in the tramp Mm-hmm. Noel, we're excited mm-hmm. to watch those. I mean, he's like excited, but you know, we're looking forward to watching those. And then it's just crazy how much old content is on there. And as you're scrolling through the menus, you start thinking of other things like, oh, is this on there? Is this on there? And even, you know, Disney Junior shows. I'm like, oh, are all the Disney Junior shows on here? And you start searching for them mm-hmm. and you see them all popping up. So, I mean, it's it's everything. And it's um, Gummy Bears is on there. DuckTales mm-hmm. is on there. I mean, it's going way back. The movies, of course, go way back. So it's uh, pretty exciting. Then they have, I think we did watch an animated Iron Man after school because there's a Marvel section and then there's like Marvel animation, all mm-hmm. the Marvel movies. And um, there's a princess section with all the princess movies. So yeah, I mean, there is plenty to see, and I'm wondering if we will get out of Disney Plus ever, and I don't even know when, but we will be watching and checking it out for quite some time. I mean, it's funny, just looking on Twitter today, I mean, it was exploding, of course, but the people that just sat and binged it all day, I'm like, that's how you do it. Yes, I am yeah, there envious. Was some, there were some good lists out there today. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Uh, how many episodes of the Ask Forky show was there? Was it I just think there's one? just one, yeah. Okay. And, oh, and the Imagineering uh, documentary I want to see as well. That's definitely on my list, yeah. Yes, uh, I added that to our queue. 
And uh, there is Pixar in real life where they are doing some things in the city that have, I see the first one they got up inside out. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, clearly some other people like it. Yeah, there's just, there's so much. It's crazy. Will we need to do a uh, Disney Plus pick of the week as a segment mm-hmm. of uh, Theme Park Thursdays with Dillo's Diz for now? Possibly. That's, that's possible. I mean, we do, I, I was thinking of things like that would just touch my nostalgic soul. Of course, we want to see the MMC on there, the new mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse Club. It's cool they have the originals, but you know, we do want to see the new ones. And I was like, I feel like I want more. I'm already getting greedy with something that has just released everything to the world. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? If you could add this, that'd be great. The like some Disney Park stuff, that yeah. would be cool. We talked about all right. Yeah, the, you think they'll release Disney Parks live stream stuff on there as Right, content? I mean, I know on the Disney Now app, which we have, that's how we watch Disney Junior and all those shows, they do have some Disney Parks stuff, like they have the fireworks and they have some, I think, do they have a, one of the Disneyland parades? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, it would be cool if that carried over. It would be also good if they could just do the must-dos. Oh, the must-dos, yeah. That's true. That would be good. Do you think they would ever consider, since uh, they own ABC, right. I, we don't need all the episodes, but how about the Walt Disney World-based episodes for Full House? Oh, yeah. Or I think Family Matters went there. I think Roseanne went there. Yes. And uh, yes. then Modern Family did a Disneyland, Yes, I believe. Correct. I like how you're trying to play it cool. Like, oh, I, th- I think these shows were there. Don't act like we don't have them all on a VHS tape somewhere <laughs> that you've watched a hundred times. No, yeah, that would be good. Like a whole yeah. little section for all the episodes that ever visited Disney World. Blossom was, uh, Blossom was NBC, but. Yeah, but still. You could they, were, they were in Disneyland. One time the party was on that episode. I bet, I bet Eric Neal has that on VHS somewhere. Oh, yeah. Can. Yeah. I'll have to ask him. I'll have to right. tweet him and ask we'll what get it. The Forky episode, just one more question about Forky. There, sure. I want to say. It was, is yeah. it a short? Is it quick? Is it? Yeah, it's a, a quick thing. It's like maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's quick. Um, but I know there'll be more of those. You want mouser size on there? Oh, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, so, but I, I mean, I think there's a, there's just a few things to get us started before I get too greedy with what else I want. So uh, it should hold me over for a little bit. Yeah, we're not complaining really about what's not on Disney Plus right now. It's no. our, we have a, a Christmas wish list. Probably. Right, and uh, and once you have it up on your uh, TV and you're not watching on your phone, I'm sure you're going to go even crazier. <laughs> yeah, so I only I only watched The Mandalorian mm-hmm. when the first episode was released with the launch today. New episode on Friday, and then I think every Friday through the end of the year or something like that. And going back 35 years plus since uh, the end of Return of the Jedi. You were about 10? You know, (laughs) I was, I was, I was uh, turning nine in Uh 1983. You know, the, the, the idea of Star Wars and television has not always uh, synced up Great, and now I'm going back to my childhood. So you know, we got like the Ewok movies that were on NBC, and it was like, (sighs) yeah. So I feel like those really created a false sense of no Star Wars should never be on TV. And I'm not talking animation; animation is different. So if you you don't get, don't at me about Clone Wars or (laughs) anything like that. Like, back off. Yeah, I'm talking about live action Star Wars on television has always kind of been like. Eh, they're never going to be able to right. do it right. And so I watched this first episode of The Mandalorian and I knew instantaneously, I was like, oh my God. And now I, I trust John Favreau. Right. I'm a swingers guy. Yeah. I'm a Pete and Monica fan. Sure. You know, I mean. I mean, he was a wrestler, so obviously. Yeah, he was a UFC. It's <laughs> ultimate fighting. He wanted to be the ultimate fighting champion. He was fighting. He's in a ring. You know, not the uh, right ring. Not the ring what Monica wanted. Uh, obviously, he's responsible for Iron, <laughs> Iron Not the Ring Monica wanted. <laughs> it's a late reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to stay on <laughs> I mean, he's basically responsible for all everything in the MCU because he gambled on Robert Downey Jr. as Iron mm-hmm. Man. I think his character, he has like probably my favorite moment in Avengers Endgame. 
uh, towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I rely greatly on John Favreau and mm-hmm. he did not disappoint. He wrote this, he wrote like, I think the first four episodes here. And here's, here's the thing about the Mandalorian and why it's going to work is because as much as it's Star Wars and it's a universe and it's all this technology and sci-fi and blah, 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 it is so simple. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so effective to just it's like each scene is like one action and you move on to the next scene and you know there's humor and there's hooks and mm-hmm. there's no lightsabers it's but it's just so uh, motivated each scene is motivated to the next scene that you know how can you not be excited for the rest of the series and you know yeah. it's very feels like a western in mm-hmm. some ways I think there's you know, obviously a whole a whole plethora of places the show could go if it wants to. And you're not going to jump to conclusions right away. But, you know, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're just going to have theories upon theories upon theories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's really well done. And, and again, the simplicity of it is really, it goes a long way. You know, and people often uh, poo-poo the dialogue of mm-hmm. Star Wars movies in general or, you know, the characters' dialogue. And there's very little dialogue here but when words are i feel like when words are spoken they mean something and that's mm-hmm. really important but literally <laughs> uh, spoiler alert no it's not a spoiler, yeah. to say <laughs> spoiler one, they say words and it means something <laughs> <laughs> one character literally like buttons everything he says with i have spoken mm-hmm. and it's like that's, that's correct yeah. that's what mm-hmm. i need i just need you to speak yeah and do you want to say that on the podcast from now on what's that i have every spoken? time you make a yeah you make I, a point I might because yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be important. It might be more important later for our uh, fundraiser for Give Kids the World. Oh uh, yeah, which uh, we're gonna be. So yeah, I don't know what's on my list right now. Long term, the Imagineering uh, yeah show is definitely uh, up there, and I do want to like steer towards more theme park related content for the purposes of this podcast i think there's a documentary of the sherman brothers on there that i've wanted to see and i'm like oh i gotta watch that just in terms of the music that they brought to movies and attractions and everything like that so i'm super curious about that as well yeah i know there's so much more that i haven't even seen because on the initial page you know, they kind of just give you a few, but then you can like go deeper into movies. You can just search random things and then similar titles where I'm like, oh, right, this. Oh, yeah. And so I know there's so much to go into. Have you set up uh, avatars for each member of your family? Uh, I have not. We are still just profile. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, <laughs> I have my avatar. Yeah. Who so I have a, fedor- a fedora. Uh, well... It's not, it's, it's, it's a Disney character. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. As an avatar, so I picked. Oh, sorry. I muted to cough. <laughs> <laughs> I did my cough button there. Uh, you picked Woody. I did, I did pick Woody. Yeah. That is uh-huh. correct. Right. Uh, for the three-year-old. So let's see if you can get right. the three-year-old. Uh, you picked Elsa. No, I'll give you, I'll give you three guesses here. Uh, uh, Vampirina. Vampirina is correct. Nice. <laughs> and, and so, right, you got all the stuff I need on mine. I got all the Disney Junior stuff and all the move her favorite movies on hers. Right. And then uh, for Mrs. Dillo, I picked yeah. what? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Who was Mrs. Dillo? I don't yeah, think about what avatars that would be available, I guess. It's going to be a more challenging one. But I picked uh, Elastigirl for... Oh, all right. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incre- Mrs. Incredible, uh-huh. right? right? In honor of our anniversary. Because she is Mrs. Incredible. That's she right. She puts is up Mrs. With you. Incredible because she puts up with me. Did you just say that? <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> anyway, I don't think she's listening. But no. she, she shook her head yes. <laughs> And so I, I was telling Mrs. Dillo that I created her avatar and she said, what am I going to have? I, yeah. said, oh, I, I don't have anything under yours. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's nothing there yet, but there will be. There's nothing there right now. I said like the Sandlot I can put under. Yeah. Noel. You put uh, Noel will be, are you going to watch Noel before uh, Thanksgiving or are you not? You're going to wait till Thanksgiving? I, I want to wait. I don't want you, I, listen. Th- Netflix movies are taunting me right now. There's a few up, and I'm like, that looks adorable. I'm going to have to watch that one. There's at least three I got over there. We got Noel. Now that's four, plus all Hallmark. So I don't know where I'm going to find this time. I'm just not going to be seen 
And I'm probably going to drag the two-year-old into the Hallmark movies during the day and go, oh, five-year-old's at school. Let's sit down. This is what we do now for six hours straight. We're just watching Hallmark to catch up. You don't even consider the Lifetime Christmas movies, right? You know, I feel like I used to. And I don't really go there anymore. I feel like when Hallmark started to really like, we're putting some money into these movies. (laughs) Then, (laughs) and you know, that's saying a lot. But I think that's when I started backing off a Lifetime a little bit. I was like, you know what, Lifetime? I think you're a little too cheesy. (laughs) Mark, you're just the right amount of cheese. And Lifetime's a little more soap opera. It's like the Hallmark's mysteries and movies, whatever they're doing over there, whatever that. Yeah, and who who usually does uh, over there? Is that uh, that's where Melissa Joan Hart? Does she live over on Lifetime Christmas movies typically? Dean Cain? Don't, yeah. don't they usually stay over there and then <laughs> cross over? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a little too soap opera for me. Not as soap opera as Days of Our Lives, who released Oof. their Oof. entire cast out of their yeah. contracts today. Yes, everyone's free to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what they say, they have like, I, I read the story. They had, did Dr. Drake Ramore get released? I know. Every, yeah, I've seen that tweet. <laughs> every friend's reference. Yeah. Here. We've mentioned yeah. Monica and yes. Joey so far. Yes. Oh, and there's more. I have another tangent to go on. Go ahead. Oh, excellent. But do you have, but uh, how many, who have, name your favorite all time Days of Our Lives characters, <laughs> not named Drake Ramore? I mean, well, you have Roman and Marlena, mm-hmm. you got Sammy. Uh, and Carrie, and whatever the brother's name is, Eric. I'm sure. And I don't know, Sam, I'm really. Well, here's why I remember it, Sam and Eric, because that was also the names of the of the twins in Lord of the Flies. I always thought that was weird. What? That's yeah. weird. I think when I used to have imaginary kids uh, back when I was a kid, that I think I had like Carrie and Sam. And then I think I had Sammy. Maybe I just didn't know the boy's name growing up at seven watching Days of Our Lives during the afternoons. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize what his name was. So I think that's the route I went. Jennifer. Oh, Patch. Mm-hmm. Patch and Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Stefano Demera. You know yes, I mean? of course. Right. Did, uh, did, <laughs> Uh, we should mention that Sammy, played by Allison Sweeney, also yes. has done Hallmark movies. Oh yeah, she's all in. So they're all there. I don't know who's still working on that show because all the contracts have been weird for years. John Black, his contract, and yeah. you know, all of them. So now uh, they're free to go, but they said they have enough movie uh, movies, enough TV episodes to get them until the summer for like eight months. Yeah. They said they've been doing it like eight months in advance, which is weird. But then they also said there's been a recent one-year time jump on the show. <laughs> and I'm like, don't y'all do that anyway? Every kid in a soap opera goes from five to 18 and pregnant. I mean, every one of them. So how are you? Who cares if you jump a year? I don't, I don't know. That's weird. So I don't know the full details behind that. I have fallen off the wagon of soaps ever since SoapNet went away. Would you want to see SoapNet? Oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh man. I... What would I do? (laughs) My goodness. That would be fantastic. I didn't even think of that because that was owned by them. And Mm -hmm. you could have, oh, man. Get everything on there. You could get 90210. 90210. Fox. And, oh, man. Maybe uh, BH90210 after getting the axe this week can go over. Yeah, maybe that's where they're thinking about going. Didn't they, like, hint at... It's basically what's happening on the show is also happening behind the scenes that they're still trying to find a home. They're trying hard. They're working hard. Mm. I miss Super Soap Weekend so much. Anyway. (laughs) It's always, it's this time of year. It's this time of year, yeah. Yes. You're nostalgic. And and that Christmas con, they got all my children people going over there. They know what they're doing. They know it's the same audience. They're trying to bring everyone in. I mean, you could have to do some digging, folks listening to Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz right now, but you might want to go back in the archives and check out Super Soap. Uh, we talked about Super Soap Weekend. I think it was last November. Yeah. And uh, some of the stories we tell there. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, one of my encounters with an All My Children star <laughs> is on there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and Jen meeting lots of uh, the celebs on yeah, our I random visits. My picks. Yeah, to Super Soap Weekend uh, at mm-hmm. always... MGM. Hashtag always MGM, where you could just walk around and meet soap stars. 
Good times. Those, those were the days. Those were did the you, days. You didn't do any research on the Christmas. Did you follow Twitter for Christmas Con, the Hallmark Christmas Con this past weekend while I was away in Montreal? Oh, I didn't. I did um, not. I probably, I, I think I mentally blocked it without realizing so that I didn't just put the salt in the wound. Uh, and I should mention, since we're on the Disney Plus kick, since sure. uh, Regis and you know, Kathy Lee, we're big Regis and Kathy Lee fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that by listening to this podcast, <laughs> where Regis and Kathy Lee, they would come on, not talking behind the scenes, uh-huh. and they would literally walk on the set at 9 a.m. Right. and not know what they were going to talk about for 15 minutes. Right. That's what we do here <laughs> every week. <laughs> But that was owned by Touchstone, yeah, well, I, I, Buena Vista, whatever. It yeah. was whatever the umbrella was uh-huh. that Disney owned it. Uh-huh. I, I think we need some. All the weeks that Regis and Kathy Lee were in Walt Disney World. Yeah. You well, know, that's we, what I was thinking, like old school Christmas parades when they did them on Christmas. Not now. Not this week where it's <laughs> happening. They're doing all the shows this week, all the little intros with all the Disney Channel kids. They're doing everything this week. No, not now. On Christmas Day. <sighs> yeah, part of me is like you're doing the you're you're putting out all the decorations this early, not because you want to celebrate Christmas early, but you just want to get this taping done. Yep, you gotta do all the B-roll. You gotta do all the little segments because it's barely a parade at this point. It's all like it's just a special, isn't it called a special now? I mean, I don't even know what's called. <laughs> you can't be angry about the parade this soon. <laughs> you gotta save it for December. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about what we're gonna talk about. What? Oh, uh-huh. we kind of we had a topic that thing. Sure. Uh, you you sprung it on me about uh, when I said, "All right, yeah, I'm gonna go set up." <laughs> <laughs> so last week uh, there was a tweet from the Disney blog. Well, you can go the, to thedisneyblog.com for uh-huh. more. And it was a tweet. I mean, you see this about different various things over you know your favorite sports team, mm-hmm. wrestling. I see it all the time. Who is your Mount Rushmore of? Wrestling. Who is your Mount Rushmore of Days of Our Lives? Mm-hmm. Who is your <laughs> who is the Mount Rushmore of Days of Our mm-hmm. Lives? Who would you put up there? I would put uh, Marlena. Yeah. I would put Stefano Demera. Uh huh. I would put oh, uh, John Black. Yeah. And yeah. I would put. Uh, can I do one super couple? Can I do Bo and Hope together? Oh, Bo and Hope. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. What about when Marlena was exercised? <laughs> classic that, have was, no effort. that was that was, <laughs> that was uh, who's on your uh, Mount Rushmore of General Hospital Go. oh well, Jason obviously <laughs> Jason Sonny um which Carly I don't know yeah, no, and I then, don't know. And then you got to do Luke and Laura. Right, you got to do Luke and Laura. One couple in the Mount Rushmore. But then would you do, um, maybe not because I'm already blanking on his name. Oh, never mind. I, I just thought of someone in there. Stuart Damon, Alan Quartermain. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> maybe. Oh, man. You got to put a Quartermain on there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Ned? Can you put Ned up there <laughs> as a Quartermain? <laughs> anyway, all right. All right, can we, we get back a- on topic? So the Disney blog <laughs> asked, like, ex- in terms of experiences, what would you put on the Mount Rushmore? Right. I, went, I just wanted to respond instinctually. And then today I tried to search on my Twitter account uh-huh. at Frank M. Cardillo. And I was like, where is this tweet? And then I realized I tweeted on Dillow's Days about it. Uh-huh. So it wasted a lot of time and I just lost it. You, and then I think uh, you tweeted oh. to me to try to get me to do it. And I was like, no, I, I can't. I can't make decisions like this. I keep trying to put things into lists and to forms and pick favorites of things. And I can't do it. You didn't, you didn't take the bait. <laughs> you didn't bite. And I, I went instinctual. So I picked Splash Mountain. Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, and the Tower of Terror. Now, knowing I left out It's a Small World, I left out Carousel of Progress, I left out Peter Pan's Flight, all these things uh, that- People you, mover. That, <laughs> the people mover. Uh, do you have four things? No, I'm not <laughs> playing this game. Was it, was it attractions or like overall things in Disney? It was experiences, I think was the word. Can like the Polynesian lobby be an experience? Right. It was four experiences that should exist forever as examples of the best of what Disney theme parks have to offer. I think that Polynesian lobby. Yeah. The original. Yeah. But it's gone. <laughs> What about the new one? Would you consider yeah, I would. I would keep it. I would keep the new one because you can still, the, the hints of the smell. Yeah. I mean, that's a change that 
I think we're surprised that we've accepted over the years. We're just forced to. And there's a hint <laughs> of the smell that at least just keeps it going a little bit. But I mean, overall, I, I miss the sound of the fountain every time I walk in. I miss mm-hmm. the humidity in the air. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't. Looking out the windows, I think, still gives you that. Yeah. You know, I think that's a Yeah, but there's still it. enough of the feel. The flooring is still the same. It Walking up the stairs. Know. Right, the stairs. They can never change those. Don't try to modernize those stairs. You keep that carpet on those <laughs> steps forever <laughs> because it has to feel the same. All right. So yeah, uh, that's at the Disneyblog.com. You don't want to go any further than that. You, you'll talk about the Polynesian. Uh, and, the peop- and the People Mover would be on yeah. mine. I don't know about two others. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll right. you know, the fact half. that you've given me half. 50-50. It's fine. All right. But it made me think that I would stretch your brain a little bit further here this oh. week on Theme Park Thursday with Dillos. Then we just got to start recording earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and I pulled up the seven wonders of the world. Uh-huh. And I mean, are we going to get into semantics? Is it the ancient world? Is it new eras? Right. Which, are the, what seven wonders of the world are you looking at right now? Yeah, look, I'm just going to text it to you. All right. New seven wonders of the world, that's why. So you're looking at via the travelchannel.com. Yes. The new seven wonders of the world. Right. So this this was article. put out on October 28th. It is the most updated wonders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start. Uh, let's just list them real quick. You want to yeah. list them or you want to go? You no, wanna... go ahead. You can list them. So you got the Great Wall of China. Yeah. You got uh, the Christ, the Redeemer. Redeemer. The Redeemer. The Redeemer statue. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your New Yorker quote of the week. <laughs> Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. I, I know, Machu Picchu. How do you really say that? Do we know? It's the New Yorker coming out of me. <laughs> Mrs. Dillo, Machu Picchu. How do you say that? Machu Picchu. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, this one I don't know how to say. <laughs> Chichen Itza and the Yucatan Peninsula. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you're just going to say the Mexico. But yeah, I mean, can we, we'll just knock that one out right now. It's Mexico. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Mexican pavilion. Don't drink as you climb up the steps. And uh, yeah. <laughs> the Roman Colosseum, mm-hmm. Taj Mahal, mm-hmm. Petra in Jordan. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll read those descriptions to help. It will, it will create a, a picture for you. So sure. we're, you, you want to knock that one out? We're just going to say the Chichen Itza. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mexico. So yes. one down, six to go. Right. All right. The Great Wall of China. Built between the 5th century BC and the 16th century, the Great Wall of China is a stone and earth fortification created to protect the borders of the Chinese Empire from invading the Mongols. It spans 4,000 miles, <laughs> making it the world's largest man-made structure. What, what is your question exactly? <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I want you to give me what you would say is compatible to the Great Wall of China. In Walt Disney World, what is protecting Walt Disney World from the invading Universal Studios? <laughs> <laughs> the invisible dome that protects it from all the hurricanes. That's, That's right. That. I don't, uh, what I thought of initially is not something that protects it. I uh, went for more of a, uh, like, what, what is something in Disney that, like, looks similar? I went with... <laughs> <laughs> the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> I right. mean, yeah. Okay. Walk around the lagoon. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with that. <laughs> and you know what? If you were talking to me about a wonder of Disney, I would say the boardwalk anyway. So it works. You would say the boardwalk is one of the it's seven one wonders of all. I mean, don't make me choose seven wonders of all Disney World. I'm just saying, if I had to choose. Start talking about the wonders. That would be a wonder. All right. So we're we're uh, going. Uh, <laughs> we're going off to, to a hell. great start. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to hell. So trying to compare something to the Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio de Janeiro. I but got it, it already. It, oh, you got it already. Yeah. Art Deco style, looming over the Brazilians from. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <gasps> it's a combination of what I have in my head for this and you actually trying to pronounce everything. <laughs> The statue has become an easily recognized icon for Rio. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know what it's technically called, but it's one of your favorite things. And hashtag always MGM. 
which is right when you walk in and you uh, see you see Mickey on the, <laughs> <laughs> what would you even refer to that as? It's the crossroads the crossroads. The crossroads, the top of the crossroads so, little stand there. You're comparing Mickey Mouse on top of the globe spinning at the entrance to hashtag always MGM to the Christ the Redeemer statue. <laughs> if we're being fair and Everyone's religion is important. Disney is a religion of mine. And Mickey, hello. Come on. So, you know, that's oh boy. where I would go. Listen, you're the one that came up with this topic. What? I think that's a really good one, actually. I don't, I'm, I'm not judging your choice. <laughs> I'm judging maybe I should do research before yeah. <laughs> we discuss these things. So Machu Picchu thought by scholars to have been a sacred archaeological center for the nearby Incan capital of Cusco. The site can only be reached by foot, train, or helicopter. Most visitors visit by train. Are you going to compare it to... Do you have one? Would you, would, do, do you have no, one? No, I haven't thought of any of this. I'm putting oh, you on the spot. Um, I mean, the mountains themselves have a Moana-esque feel to them. <laughs> compared to that. <laughs> No, um, let's see here. The Coronado Resort. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. <laughs> I really thought you were going to go for like Tom Sawyer's Island. I thought you might be going. No. It's like abandoned mines and caves. And Well, clearly you thought of your answers before doing this. Now haven't well, you? I didn't. Yeah, I just... <laughs> anyway. Right. Next. All right, the Roman Oh, we Coliseum. did that. Oh, the Roman Colosseum. Okay. The Roman Colosseum is Rome's, if not Italy's, most enduring icon. Built between 70 and 80 AD. Can you smell Rome burning while I'm giving this? Yes. Oh, I should have been lighting it. It was in use for some 500 years. Earthquakes and stone robbers have left the Colosseum in a state of ruin, but portions of the structure remain open to tourists and its design still influences the construction of modern-day amphitheaters some 2,000 years later. I've been to the Colosseum. I've been mm -hmm. inside the Colosseum. Mm -hmm. I was recently outside the Colosseum. It is a uh, tourist nightmare, mm -hmm. basically. And I want you to tell me, and please don't say the little Cirque du Soleil tent in Disney oh, Spring. <laughs> <laughs> what you think is comparable mm -hmm. to the Roman Colosseum. Well, I don't know if you know, there's an entire pavilion in Epcot for Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it just, it gives me Epcot vibes left and right though, because you have the Italy pavilion, because you have the smell of Rome burning in Spaceship Earth, there's a lot of Epcot to it. So oh, yeah. you're just going to give me overall Epcot. Overall Epcot. Just Epcot vibes. All right. The Taj Mahal, built between 1632 and 1648, considered the most perfect specimen of Muslim art in India. The white marble structure actually represents a number of architectural styles, including Persian, Islamic, Turkish, and Indian. The Taj Mahal also encompasses formal gardens of raised pathways, sunken flower beds, and a linear reflecting pool. Um, I mean, you could say Magic Kingdom for this because, you know, it's just the, the iconic symbol. You could also go Grand Floridian because it's just fancy. It's mm -hmm. fancy looking, you know. So that's what I'm going to say. Petra and Jordan declared a World Heritage Site in 1985. The members of this civilization proved to be early experts in manipulating water technology intricate tunnels and water chambers, which helped create a pseudo-oasis. A number of incredible structures carved into stone, a 4,000-seat amphitheater, have also helped the site earn its fame. I'm getting Morocco vibes, the Morocco Pavilion vibes. I was also try. I have something in my head, but I cannot pinpoint. I feel like in one of the, uh, the water parks, is there a, like, fake sand castle statue somewhere in a water park. I feel like I kind of see it, but I don't know where it is. But it was kind of giving me that vibe as well. I think this is a, probably a choice you made that you're, you'll never regret. What would you say for that? What do you see when you look at that? When I look at that? Yeah. 
uh, you know, it's very Indiana Jones to me. So it's, oh, good one. Yeah, that would be good. And probably, you know, I mean, would you call you know the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular uh, Seven Wonders of Walt Disney World? I don't know. It's been around for thirty years. What can you give me? What 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 would oh. be just for Seven Wonders oh, of God. Walt Disney World? Just just instinctual response. Give me Seven Wonders of Walt Disney World. Oh my goodness! It's the Seven Wonders of Dillo's Walt Disney World. All right, the Polynesian Lobby. The Quiet Pool of the Beach Club, the Seven Seas Lagoon. <laughs> three. <laughs> Let's see. Got three, and I got four to go. I mean, I think you would have to. Maybe not all the parks, but I think you would have to put in Cinderella's Castle and Spaceship Earth. You mm-hmm. got to. And. You want to throw in the Tree of Life, you AK <laughs> hater? I wasn't planning on it. How dare you try to bring me down with you? All right, let me think. Let me think. I mean, I said the boardwalk before, so the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And finally, the very last thing, the last thing I will say is I'll, I'll put the uh, beach club lobby on there too. No, I'm going to put a deluxe, the deluxe resort bed on there. <laughs> That's it. What are you? What would you put on the list? Hold on, let's review. So I have a deluxe <laughs> bed, Spaceship Earth, Cinderella's Castle, Seven Seas Lagoon, the Boardwalk, the Polynesian Lobby, and the Quiet Pool at the Beach Club. Right, so seven. <laughs> Those are my seven wonders of Walt Disney World. What are yours? Well, you would do Cinderella's Castle. You would do Spaceship Earth. You would do the Tree of Life. Mm. You would do the Great Ceremonial House. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're calling it the Polynesian Lobby. It's the yeah. Great Ceremonial I mean, House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same thing. It would be the official, um, you know, semantics. Sure. Uh, you would do Galaxy's Edge at this oh, point, but two. Then mm-hmm. you would do, listen, for number six, the Journey into Imagination Pavilion, oh, I feel, mm-hmm. is a wonder. Mm-hmm. I enjoy looking at the the, the, the peaks, mm-hmm. the pyramids, what the have fountains. you. The fountains, mm-hmm. that whole area, I would classify that. And then I suppose, finally, I would go with, uh, I'd probably go with the boardwalk as well. All right. And um, leaves the beach club out leaves the contemporary out, which you should call probably a wonder, Yeah, you know, with the monorail passing through. So maybe the contemporary yeah. versus the boardwalk. If I, I stayed up there, the contemporary, maybe I would go the other way in it. Yeah. Sometimes uh, the nostalgia clouds judgment. Yeah. Summit plummet, not a no. wonder of the world. Summit plummet. Summit plummet. All right, there we are. Seven wonders. Not to be confused with when I yeah. was in sixth grade. Sure. In January 1986, uh-huh. the week the Challenger Ooh. exploded, mm. on that Friday, I, yeah. Wasn't that, 80, that wasn't 84? It was, you didn't go to Walt Disney World in 1984. You did not what? go to Walt Disney World until 1985. What? That is correct. Huh. So on uh, a Friday. On a Friday, I went to this program called The Wonders of the World. Mm-hmm. And when... We did uh, an animation class where like the, the artist did the sketches that we right. had in our basement. Mm-hmm. And then I think we went over and looked behind the scenes of the land, maybe, if I recall. Mm-hmm. And then the, the grand finale was uh, to get to walk around the utilidors of the Magic yeah. Kingdom. You don't remember that at all. You were just turning four. I'm very confused. So are you saying I've, have, I was not in Disney World before I was four years old? You were born in 1982. Let's review. I was. I did not go. I went to Disney World in first grade and then in fifth grade. Right. Fifth grade was the first time you went. Mm -hmm. You were turning three. I see. Okay. I got it now. And then in 1986, they shipped you off to a program. A program. That's the word I was looking for. A program. No. And then they didn't ship me. I mean, clearly I wanted to go to it. Yeah. But I have yeah, to I don't really somewhere. see you uh, putting up a fight for that one. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was the wonders of the world. I oh, see. Are gotcha. you with, with me now? Yes. Before we go, mm-hmm. 
we should remind everyone that we are participating. We are engaged in a competition. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And Samantha Monorail. We are raising money for Give Kids the World Village. Mm-hmm. We are still in the lead as of this recording, but it is a slimmer, a slimmer lead right now. Right. And I just want to be clear. I, I do not expect, I'm not putting it out in the universe before I say this statement. I don't expect to win this competition because so many people are coming out on the Twitter, mm-hmm. supporting the Monday Morning Monorail podcast, mm-hmm. mainly because they want to see me in Lederhosen, mm-hmm. which I should take as a compliment. I don't know. I don't know about that. Do they, do they want to see these calves? I don't know. Let's think about this for where you're going to donate. Do you, re- are you, do you really know what you're getting? I would, I would say no. I would say By no. seeing me in Lederhosen. I want you to really think hard. Use all the imagery. Sure, sure. I love fedora looking cap, the green cap. But just think about, just think about everything else. Mm, I don't before you make that donation. I mean, we got Drunk Stormtrooper in our corner. I mean, he's yeah. just saying stuff that we, we can't fact check him on fast enough right. on, on the Twitter. But mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's got a video out there for us. A lot of people have seen the video. We've got yes. some donations because of the video. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. And definitely, so people have donated to us so far, and we're really happy about that because we just assumed everyone would just walk on over to the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Right. We mentioned at the five hundred dollar. We we are a hundred and four dollars away right now from this. Oh. Mm-hmm. As we're recording, a hundred and four dollars away from me recreating the Billy Mac mm-hmm. Love Actually performance, mm-hmm. a, a new version of Love Is All Around. A new version of Christmas Is All Around. <laughs> a new version. <laughs> if you like the old version. A yeah. new version. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I've written it out. I probably need to start recording it because it's happening soon. Yeah. That we're going to have to put it all Nine together. Nine Studios needs to uh, get you set up. But do you want to talk about what the next threshold would be when we double our $500? Oh. Do we? I don't know. Do Because we, we said last week that we had something. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I fully agree to it. It's apparently the assumption I mean, uh, uh, I guess we could say it. You want to say it? Well, if I could tangent for a moment, okay. which may tie into this. Mm-hmm. Did you see that, uh, you know, because Disney Plus set, set everyone off. Everyone wants to do this. Apple Plus and, mm-hmm. and HBO Max. We just call them know. all Plus. I don't know if Apple, right. is, that, is it called Apple Plus? It is. <laughs> right. Okay. What are you doing, Apple? Stop it. Um, but HBO is going to have HBO Max, which mm-hmm. is a similar thing. And on HBO Max, there is talks of a friend's reunion oh. happening, mm. which, you know, I know many of us, our friend AJ will be excited about. There's many folk out there excited. And uh, the, the, the $1,000 threshold is, is friends related. Friends related. Uh, a uh, Ross and Monica... <laughs> Brother and sister. Brother and sister. We use those gifts a lot in mm-hmm. response. Uh, we use one particular gift very often, which uh, is them dancing at the uh, New Year's Eve special. Mm-hmm. The Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve taping, right, which right. never took place in New York. The taping when they were in the studio always took place in California. Right. It was just Dick Clark in Times Square. Right. Just like Days of Our Lives filmed in California. Not at Silver Cup. At Silver Cup Studios. Right. And still, I watched the reruns every night, and it yeah. still drives me crazy. I know. I'm like, that's not where they are. Jen and I recreating <sighs> the dance <laughs> that Monica and Ross do to get attention on the Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve television taping. And just oh YouTube it. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> just pull it up. Just take a look. And that is where we will be <laughs> at the $1,000 mark. Uh-huh. In honor of Friends' 25th anniversary, uh-huh. we will contribute to that anniversary by okay. entertaining all of you with our awesome 
Geller dance moves. It's the Geller dance moves. It's not our dance moves. It's Geller right. dance moves. And they were from Long Island. Parents still yes. lived in Massapequa. Massapequa, a magical mm-hmm. place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you're getting at the thousand. That's the one K mark. So five hundred. You, Billy Macking it. One mm-hmm. K. Us, Ross and Monica ing it. That's right. Pivoting around the dance floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jen is like, I did not want to be a part of this. What have you done? Uh, yeah. But uh-huh. the Snydillo Studios will be full in full effect this holiday season as we will bring you things that will be used against us for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Oof. Out there because on the internet. Out I'm there just in the saying. world. I'm just saying, Billy Mac lasts forever. Forever. Ross and Monica's dance lasts forever. Lederhosen, just for a day. No, that's boring. Just for a day, everyone. I'm like over it at this point. Who cares? It's like, I've already pictured him in Lederhosen. Why do I need to actually see it? I don't think anyone's done that. <laughs> but I know, I know we're getting together with our friends at the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Soon. Okay. But in the meantime, you can go to dillosdiz.com and click the link to donate directly. Yeah. We have some items on a separate link yeah. to pick up for sale. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of a nostalgia garage sale there. Next week, Jen, what will we be discussing? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. At the, <laughs> <laughs> at the very least, we will have a Dillo's Diz pick of the uh, Dillo's Diz Disney Plus. Disney Plus pick of the pick week. Pick of the week. Adillo's Plus of the Week. Adillo's Plus. Adillo's Diz Plus of the Week. Yeah. We're working on it. I don't know. We'll work on the title. Working title. Working hashtag title. <laughs> hashtag working title? Yeah, exactly. It's getting late. It's after 11 p.m. Uh, and the recording yeah. means we have to go. Yes. Until that time, she is Jen and I am Frank. Bye-bye. Deuces. Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz featuring Frank Cardillo and Jen Cardillo Snyder. The theme was composed by Matt Harvey. The intro and the outro was performed by Lindsay Zerugian. The Dillo's Diz fact checker is Mel Dale. You can give Dillo's Diz a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dillo's Diz. You can follow Dillo's Diz on Instagram and Twitter at Dillo's Diz. Dillo's with an S, Diz with a Z. You can subscribe to Dillo's Diz on YouTube, youtube.com slash Dillo's Diz. And you can go to Dillo'sDiz.com for blogs, photos, throwbacks, and the links to donate to Give Kids the World Village. And by donating on Dillo's Diz's behalf, you will help us win the competition against the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Now through December 30th, Dillo'sDiz.com. We'll see you real soon. And that real soon is next week on The Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. The Improviser's Guide Network 2019.